0: Welcome to Franchise Empires, where aspiring entrepreneurs learn exactly what it takes to become a successful franchise owner from one location to ten and beyond. I'm the Wolf of Franchises. In-N-Out Burger has a cult following unmatched by any other brand. New restaurant openings create over 14 hour lines that required cops to manage the overflowing traffic. Here's their secret sauce to an obsessive customer base. The Wolf of Franchises is the CEO of Wolfpack Franchising, as well as a creator at Workweek Media. All opinions expressed by The Wolf and podcast guests are solely their own opinions, and do not reflect the opinion of Wolfpack Franchising or Workweek. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. The Wolf, Workweek, and Wolfpack franchising may maintain positions in the franchises discussed on this podcast. Relative to other big burger chains and franchises, In-N-Out actually has far less locations. They only have 380-plus locations around the country. Meanwhile, big burger brands like Five Guys, Whataburger, and McDonald's have anywhere from a thousand to forty thousand plus locations worldwide so yes in and out's a lot smaller than some other brands but you wouldn't know it by their fan base and because of their passionate fan base it shows up in the bottom line and because of their passionate fan base it shows up via the revenue at each location in n out location on average will drive four and a half million dollars Compare that to other brands like Five Guys, which does 1.2 million, Wendy's does about 2.1, Whataburger does 3.1 million, and then McDonald's does about 2.9 million. In N Out is leading all of them, and other than brands like Chick fil A, which does on average 8 million plus per location, they're one of the top three in the country on an average unit volume. When a new In N Out location opens, chaos ensues. To manage this chaos, In-N-Out will fly out all-star employees to help manage that madness, and they'll also hire off-duty cops for traffic control. In 2020, the Aurora Police Department in Colorado tweeted out that there was a 12-hour wait for the new In-N-Out, which was the first one ever to open in Colorado. That's 12 hours for burgers. Their tweet literally said, please go to other burger restaurants they won't have any line, but yet people were backed up one and a half to two miles long and waited reportedly as long as 14 hours to get a taste of In-N-Out Burger. How did this all start, though? The first In-N-Out opened in just a 10-foot space in 1948 in Baldwin, California. It was founded by Harry and Esther Snyder, and the couple would handpick fresh ingredients each morning that went into their burger products. They had a pretty simple approach to growth. And the overwhelming principle that is still present in In-N-Out to this day is to maintain quality at all costs. Today, In-N-Out is still ran by the Snyders, now in their third generation of ownership. Lindsay Snyder is now at the helm and has been since 2010. And the In-N-Out story has been one of consistency all the way back since 1948. When you look at it, the restaurant has barely changed over the decades and it's evident in three key areas. The first, menu simplicity. Since their inception 70 plus years ago, there's only been five items added in that time span. Those five items, which now make the menu 15 items, are just lemonade, Dr. Pepper, milkshakes, hot chocolate, and the famous double-double burger, which is effectively just a double cheeseburger. Meanwhile, Most big fast food brands like McDonald's, Burger King, and more have over 50 plus menu items. There's no doubt that the simpler menu makes the operations a lot easier for In-N-Out and also helps them maintain the quality because every menu item is gonna be the best it can possibly be. Second is their commitment to quality. To ensure the freshness that In-N-Out customers have grown to love, they'll never open a location more than a day's drive from one of their six meat processing facilities. Meat will get delivered daily from their facilities to every single store, none of which have a single heat lamp, microwave, or freezer on site. And again, if you've been inside any fast food joint, the heat lamps in particular are very common, keeping fries, burgers, other sandwiches warm until a customer comes in and orders it. In-N-Out does not do it that way. They only start cooking once you order it. And the vegetables from the lettuce is hand-leafed, the buns are made with slow-rising dough, and the tomatoes and onions are sliced each morning. There was even a former employee who was quoted saying, I can say without a doubt that it's the cleanest, freshest fast food you can ever have. I'm not going to lie. I trust the former employee. And speaking of employees, that's the third area that In-N-Out does so well. It's their commitment to employees. They provide far better benefits than your typical QSR. Every full and part-time employee at In-N-Out receives 401ks, dental and vision coverage, and paid time off. Now, while that may sound the norm to you if you're potentially working a white-collar job, you know, like in a law firm or at a financial institution, but for a lot of these fast food chains and QSRs, right? They're not receiving those kinds of benefits. So. Not only that, but entry-level workers are now making well above minimum wage, and managers of In-N-Outs can make over $250,000 for overseeing one location. So if you think about it, what that does is it gives an entry-level worker at In-N-Out a career path where they can thrive and do very well for themselves if they rise up in the In-N-Out system. And unsurprisingly, given this commitment to employees that is miles above most of the competition, it's resonated well. The manager's average tenure at an In-N-Out is 17 years. And CEO Lindsay Snyder had a 96% approval rating on Glassdoor in 2021. And that's from over 26,000 employees. That rating made her the highest employee rated female CEO in the country. So that's no small feat. A lot of businesses, when you think about them, focus on adding more revenue streams, expanding locations aggressively, and whatever else they can do to make more money. But In-N-Out is really the ultimate example of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's not a sexy formula. It's just quality times consistency, and it values sticking to their principles of high quality over following profits. To put that growth into perspective, remember, they only have 380 locations. On average, an In-N-Out has opened just five restaurants per year since 1948. Meanwhile, you got brands like Subway, where at their peak, they were opening seven locations per day. The Snyder family says that they receive buyout offers all the time or IPO offers as well. But their answer has always been no. Rich Snyder, son of Harry and Esther, said in 1989, There's money to be made doing those things, but I don't want to lose with what I was raised with all my life. And heck, it doesn't really matter, at least for the Snyders. Current CEO Lindsay Snyder's net worth is about $4.2 billion, as she owns almost all of In-N-Out after receiving equity on her 25th, 30th, and 35th birthday. Perhaps the Snyders are really onto something when they say, doing things the old-fashioned way is the freshest idea of all. Thanks for listening to Franchise Empires. We're coming to you soon with actionable insights to take the next step on your franchise journey. So make sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen.